Welcome to another episode of You I Do. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And we have a very special guest with us tonight. Um, I'm always excited to have a guest on the show that I actually know. And so, guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. This is Cara Davis Little of Wimberley and Co. And yeah, I'm excited to be here. We are excited to have you. Like I said, I know you, those that are listening, we went to college together and it's always great to see like the folks that, you know, or your peers in college and high school and stuff like that, but nobody really cares about high school right now. But anyway, like, it's always nice to see like your peers kind of like do great things beyond college because some folks don't. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, really, Ashley? You know, some, I mean, look, some people don't like some folks are still, you know, kind of like where they were 10, 15 years ago. So, but Cara is not the case. She is very established and I'm excited to hear more about Wimberly and Co. So I'm glad you're on the show. Yes, uh, me too. So well. <laughs> so first before like we get into the nitty-gritty of the show and everything we're going to start out with a quick game of this or that and like the past few episodes it's wedding theme of course so both of you answer cargo first and you know like just tell me which one so to kick it off what do you prefer neutral tones or jewel tones Neutral all the way. Hmm. Okay. I think I think I would go mm, maybe jewel t- yeah. tones. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought I you were going to say neutral. I mean, I'm kind of sort of indecisive, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just... That's fine. <laughs> I would say jewel tones as well. Anyway, so change of shoes or a dress change? I did both. Uh, but if I had to choose, it would be change of shoes. Mm, like flats? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. My feet were dead when I walked back down <laughs> Like in their casket, dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tania, what about you? Change of shoes, hands down, because I've always right. been like a flats girl, so, you know... Yeah, change of shoes. Okay. I agree with that as well. All right. So multiple bachelorettes or multiple bridal showers? Ooh. Um, multiple bridal showers because the gifts that you get for the bridal showers are generally more valuable um, and can be used for longer periods of time versus bachelorettes where you get like dildos and stuff, which I'm not. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that I don't like dildos. I'm just saying I'm not gonna like. I don't need ten dildos. You know, right? <laughs> I don't know if y'all need all this feedback. But <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> Me neither, because I was all for it. okay. Maybe I'll I'll do like the bachelorette, but you made a good point. So I will say bridal shower now. <laughs> <laughs> and you could probably like separate like who comes you know like you could have one that's more like family or like the yeah. old folks you could have a like semi-ratchet one like mm-hmm. you know just making sure you you can separate it all based that's on true. who's coming and you're right you get gifts during the uh, the bridal showers <laughs> I love gifts that's one of my love languages so <laughs> um, 
All right. And the final one is big centerpieces or small centerpieces. That's a hard one. Um, I like, oh, I like small centerpieces because you can see the person across from you. Mm-hmm. That's I'm gonna exactly say, what I was going to say. Yeah, I'm going to say small as well because the big ones may cost too much, so... Ooh, you know, I'm frugal, so you know. <laughs> Girl, you can have a lot of small centerpieces that cost just as much as the big ones. True, true, but the big ones, you know, I would have to pay for the for the vase, for the vase, um, more flowers. Like, mm 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 mm. I want candles anyway. You're like so. whatever is cheapest. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I want candles anyway. So. Anyways, you can have candles and flowers too. Mm-hmm. You can have tall candles. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So, what are you doing? I know you're listening to this podcast, and we appreciate you for doing that. However, we need you to do us a little bitty favor. We need you to go to iTunes and tell us if you like us. Tell us how much you like us on a scale from one to five and give us a good comment. We would love you forever for it. Thanks, boo. And we're back. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, All right. So we are, we have a lot of questions for you. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But they're like all like pretty like safe kind of questions. Um, I'm ready. I just got it. I got to tell you completely, like, your wedding, the photos, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, thank you. Like, some people, you know, like, they have a wedding, and it's like, oh, that's pretty. Or, like, you know, it's just kind of, like, par for the course, nothing too, like, spectacular. But your wedding looks so romantic. Like, it just oozed, like. It did. Feeling. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. So, that was you're welcome for sure i love the colors that you all chose like the vibe it just seems so Mm -hmm. romantic as she was saying thank you guys um i don't know if y'all can tell but i'm like cheesing right now um (laughs) no thank you so much i um well i don't know if that was a question but thank you (laughs) all like i guess i can like kind of elaborate on um how we chose like the vibe or whatever i mean of course i'm like the quintessential i've been planning my wedding since ben and i started dating person so um i kind of already had an idea of like the vibe i wanted and i wanted it to be like really like romantic was the term romantic vintage romantic was my like theme Mm. And so I knew I wanted exposed brick and I knew I wanted a lot of greenery and a lot of candles. Like you said, that was kind of the vibe we went for. And our venue really made that happen, um, which I'm going to shout them out later. But yeah, that was my goal. So I'm happy that it came across in all of the pictures. That's really exciting, especially because you don't even know me. Um, And so the fact that you were able to get that from the photos really like makes me really happy. So thank you. Yes. No problem. Thank you so much. For those that are listening and have no idea, so how did y'all, like, how did you and your husband meet? So we met at Mercy University where Ashley and I both went to undergrad. Long story short, um, Mercy used to give away these, like, you remember those planners that you used to get as a freshman? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, have them. I still have mine. <laughs> okay. So, yes. oh, they used to give us these like Mercer, and they're actually really nice. Now that I look back on it, like I don't know if they were leather, but whatever. Anyway, we got these like really nice planners, and so like I was a sophomore, and my friend and I were like, "Look, we want some of these planners, but." we don't get them anymore. So let's go to the boys dorm, which was called Plunkett. And let's find some of these black freshmen because they're not going to use their planner. So let's just take their planner. So we went to the freshman dorm and we found this group of black guys. And Ben was one of the one in the group and I got his planner from him. And then when we left, I was like, dang, he is really cute. And so, you know, Mercer is really small and the black community even smaller. So we saw each other around at like the parties and at the rookery and stuff like that. And, you know, um, I shot my shot one day um, in front of our calf used to, I don't know how it looks now, but we used to have like this little breezeway and he was like in the breezeway and I was driving around and I like stopped him and I was like, Hey, like, you know, here's my number. You know, you can call me whenever you'd like. And of course he never called. And so, uh, (laughs) which is so terrible. (laughs) So then I was kind of off the radar for a few months. And then I crossed AKA in January. And then all of a sudden, like literally the day of my probate, I see him from like across the quad and he's like, Cara, is that you? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, I haven't seen you in forever. I was like, yeah, you know, I've just been laying low. And he was like, well, you know, um, we should hang out sometime. And I was like, okay, this is out of nowhere, especially because you never call. So cross AK. And then literally like the next week we hung out and we were inseparable since then. Um, we had several breakup to makeups throughout the course of we, we've known each other since 2008. And um, yeah, we broke up for like four years, got back together and he proposed within a year and then we got married the next year so that's it (laughs) i love it and for those listening truly like car and ben were like the black couple at mercer because they were only like a handful of them a handful of like black couples that lasted (laughs) longer than like a semester right and (laughs) (laughs) in the fact that like i think out of especially kind of well yeah I can't really think of too many other like black couples from Mercer that are actually still together, like married now. I only so, know one, yeah. actually. I only know one, and you probably don't know them. They're younger. Um, See, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I only know one off the top of my head. I'm sure somebody's going to like message and be like, girl, you forgot about us. And sorry <laughs> in advance. <laughs> yeah. But all that to say, there was basically a handful, probably less than five, yeah. if even that. So, okay. So how long was your engagement? So you said it was like a year from when he proposed to when y'all got married, right? Yeah. He proposed the uh, December 23rd of 2017, and we got married January 26th of 2019. So it was like a year and a month. Okay. How yeah. did he propose? So we were long distance for a while. So another long story short, Ben went to medical school in the Caribbean for two years or a year and a half, but yeah, two years. And he ended up leaving, but that's a whole nother story. So while he was in the Caribbean, we got back together right before he left in 2016. And so we did long distance for like a year and a half and he came back for Christmas break 
he met me in Miami because I went randomly to Art Basel. And so he was like, he came to Miami. I was with another friend. He was acting kind of weird. And I was like, this is weird. But I didn't think anything of it. He flew to, to Atlanta to go visit his parents. And then I went back to Dallas. And so then when he came back to Dallas, um, we were hanging out, whatever. And then we, he was still acting weird. And I was trying to get him to like, we were going back to Atlanta and I was trying to get him to um, let me put some of my clothes in his suitcase because my suitcase was already full. And he was like, no, don't do that. In retrospect, it was because his, my ring was in there. But, um, <laughs> so we flew to Atlanta and he had like planned out this like really elaborate date. And he was like, yeah, we're going to go to dinner and then we're going to go to the Atlanta Botanical Garden. So I was like, and I really, really love Christmas lights. So, and he knows that. So that's how he was like, they have this Christmas light display. It's like the best one in Atlanta. We should go, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool. And he hates like holiday proposals. So when he told me like he planned this date out, but it was like two days before Christmas, I was like, he's not going to propose because he hates, like literally loads any sort of like, birthday holiday proposal (laughs) so i was like oh he's not gonna propose whatever so we go everything's great and we um we are walking around and like i noticed that he keeps like going to like he literally goes to the bathroom like four times which is like super abnormal he's like on his phone and like just being weird so i'm like and then he kept keeps trying to get me to like look at stuff again he's like oh I know we already saw this one, but like, let's go see it again. I'm like, why? Like, I'm, I'm just not understanding. So I'm getting mad at him. And we stop and get hot chocolate and I'm drinking my hot chocolate. And then like, I guess like right before he was about to propose, it was, I don't know if you've ever been to the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, but you know where they have like that bridge that has Christmas lights on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a, yeah. Above ground, like suspended bridge. So we were about to go onto that. And I had my hot chocolate. He was like, you're done with that. You need to put that away. And I was like, why? I'm not done. Like, I just, I just like, no, you're done with it. I was like, okay. So then at that point, I kind of started feeling a little fishy because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And so then we like walked across the bridge and like I was going to see like the main attraction, which is like that look, that big character from Moana, I think it is. Um, and I was like looking at the lights. And he like grabbed me and he was like, hey, and I was like, what? I'm trying to look at this Christmas light. He was like, um, I need to tell you something. And I was like, what is it? And then as soon as he said that, like, <laughs> I lost it. I was like crying like a maniac. I don't, I don't really remember what he said, but it was something to the effect of me making him a better man. And, mm-hmm. you know, just a whole bunch of sweet stuff. He can't imagine his life without me. And then like he got on one knee and of course I'm like dying crying and I, I don't think I ever really said yes but of course he knew I said I was saying yes and so then as soon as he like put the ring on and and stood up like like all these people were taking pictures and then like my sister and all of my friends and my cousin like run out so they're like Aww. hiding and so it was really really sweet and like I was just bawling my eyes out he hired a photographer who ended up being our videographer at the wedding. And it was just like, it was really, really sweet. Cause he's not the public proposal type of person, but I am. So his like compromise was he'll propose with just me and him and the photographer. And then my friends will like come out afterwards. So it Aww. was, it was really, really sweet. And it was um, amongst Christmas lights, which I love. So he did a good job. 
I love it. Aww. I really feel like he probably played you a little because, you know, like, I'm like, he set you up, you know, yeah. by making you think that, like, he didn't like, you know, like birthday engagements and like Christmas engagements. And so like, he probably like had this in his mind all along. And so. <laughs> probably right. <laughs> I have, yeah. He definitely set you up. <laughs> I'm sure. Cause I was like, he would never do this. He, ben is just, I mean, he don't like these. And so, yeah, I, he probably did. Oh, but I love it. <laughs> I love it. It was cute, though. So moving on to your wedding, why did you decide to plan your own wedding? To be honest, money. I, I was trying to save money. So That's then, real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I looked into initially doing a planner, and then I was like, you know what? No, because it was going to cost me like five Gs, mm-hmm. especially because I was doing my wedding remote. Like I was planning it remotely because I was living in Dallas and got married in Atlanta. So it was money. And then after like, I kind of got over that, I was like, you know what? I know what I want and I'm, I'm pretty good at this. And my mom is also really good at this. And of course we've been talking about my wedding for years. So we, we can do this. Um, and I made it a point to pick a venue that was all inclusive so that it would make it really easy for me to plan it. That was definitely smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your yeah, venue, money just and- from the photos, was gorgeous. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's okay. I keep answering questions that y'all aren't asking, so I'm trying to get myself together. <laughs> I like to talk, as you can see. So you basically answered our next question, so I'm going to move on to the next. So what was the first venue that you picked? Um, or, like, looked at? Well, the first venue... Oh, yeah, or looked at. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, looked no, at. Um, the first venue I looked at was Georgia Freight Depot. Have y'all? Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I was going for the exposed brick look. So literally every exposed brick type of venue in Atlanta that wasn't like astronomically priced, I looked at. So, okay. yeah, I looked at Georgia Freight Depot first. I really, really liked it. Um, the only caveat that made made us not pick it was because you have to pay for valet parking separately, like Ooh. like per car. And so we were Ooh. like, yeah, it's it's a big venue. It has great space, but we're gonna have to pay a whole lot of money for the amount of people that we were gonna have. And it was just like, no, nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. Um, but it was it's absolutely beautiful and I, it's very versatile because it it literally comes with nothing. So you pretty much can customize it to your liking. Um, and I also looked at, there's this one that's like downtown Atlanta too, but it's really small and I can't even think of the name of it. Um, but it's cute in like all the pictures, but it's just, it's tiny once you get in there. I'll have to, hmm. I'll have to think of what the name of it is. Um, but yeah, I looked at pretty much every venue that had exposed brick. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you were saying that like you wanted like a very vintage romantic feel. Like why, why was that the like vibe that you wanted? I think it matches like, it matches kind of like our love story and my personality. Like, I mean, and I say that because my personality and like my style in my home is very like vintagey kind of, and I love candles. And so, and I knew I wanted just like a ton of candles. And generally when you have a ton of candles, it to me goes best with, unless you do like a ballroom type room or venue, it goes best with sort of that like vintagey feel. 
And so that's kind of mm-hmm. how I came up with it. It really, I just really love candles and greenery. And that's what I kept telling my mom. I was like, what can we do that matches or that goes well with a whole bunch of candles, like low lighting and, and a bunch of greenery. And so, yeah, that's how I came up with it. Okay. One thing I noticed in the photos too, like it stood out to me because it felt very like kind of rustic and you really just don't see a lot of black brides with that aesthetic, like at all. You don't see like us doing a lot of greenery or like um, if we have candles, like I feel like it's those token like votive candles or like maybe like a tall candelabra type of, but like the not like your standard candelabra, but like kind of like the clear kind of, I don't know what you call it. The Are clear kind of holders, hurricanes? I guess. You talking about hurricanes huh? with the water in them? Yes. With the water? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, like when you posted your photos, I was just like, oh my gosh, it, it like not only was it gorgeous, but it also felt like a breath of fresh air because you just really don't see us with that type of like wedding aesthetic and i i was just here for it like offset i i feel you because i i feel the same way and i i will say though that i think the reason why a lot of black brides don't go that well let me answer the first question um as far as like why we went vintage or or what made us like want to go with that sort of venue i think for me, I did want something different. Like I knew I, I, I knew I didn't want the ballroom feel. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Cause I've been to some beautiful, like ballroom type weddings. I just knew mm-hmm. that like, I have had a lot of friends get married and I was like one of the last friends to get married out of my group, like live sisters and my best friends from college. And so I was like, okay, I can't do, I'm a little bit com- <clears throat> competitive. So I was like, I can't do anything like anybody else has done because right. they're going to think I'm copying them. Not that they would ever, but that's just how I felt. So I was like, no, I can't do anything that looks like their wedding. So I have to go completely different, which I wanted to do anyway. And then I was like, okay, if I do that, then what other venue choices do I have? And really the only other options were doing something like museum-esque or you know, exposed brick that sort of vibe. And so um, Atlanta didn't really have the only museum I probably would have, would have done would have been that, that one with the dinosaur bones. I don't know the name of it. The um, high. Yeah. Not that. Is it the high? Um, maybe. Uh, or would. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it is. The high. I know what you're talking about though. I, mean, I, I know I, what you're yeah. talking about. I think it's, yeah, uh, it might be the high. Um, I just, I looked at that sort of vibe and I was like, uh, it's not really me. Like, I don't think that would be Ben and I. And so this, um, the the venue ended up going with um, has a couple of sister properties that we looked at um, that just weren't giving me what I needed. So yeah, this is um, it was just to be it was to be different. And I think the reason why a lot of black brides and just brides of color, I'll say, don't necessarily do this sort of like the types of candles or the types of decor is one because they just haven't seen other black brides do it. And, and also Mm -hmm. because it's really expensive. I'm going to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. My wedding, I don't know if y'all are going to ask me how much it costs and I don't mind sharing, um, but I won't say it right now unless y'all want to ask. It was expensive. (laughs) And I think that if we would have went with a more traditionally, or traditional aesthetic, it definitely would have been more cost effective. Um, 
So that's, that's one thing. I mean, you can definitely make a wedding beautiful on a very tight budget. Um, it's just for what I wanted aesthetically. It just wasn't going to happen. I'm so surprised at that. Yeah, I was too, actually. Um, when, <laughs> whenever we talked about what I wanted to the venue mm-hmm. and then they, you know, told us about how much it would cost. I was like, you know, we're going to have to make some changes. Uh, because this is a bit much. Thank God my mom ended up helping us out. But it, yeah, it ended up being a really, really expensive wedding, I will say. Wow. But it was gorgeous. And yeah, it wasn't it really a cookie was. cutter wedding. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know like there, when, you know, you get engaged and stuff and folks are like, you know, try to cut corners here, there, whatever. Like, yeah, there are certain things you can do to kind of, like, trim it back. But at the same time, you're, like, giving something up by doing that. So, like, and, I mean, this really is a moment that, for most people, happens one time. So, you don't want to, like, look back at your photos or your video and think, like, well, dang, we should have, you know, like, paid that extra whatever for the photo booth or had the extra you know, like we should have had, you know, steak and fish instead of chicken and fish or, you know, whatever it is. Like you don't want to have those regrets. So I get it. It's expensive, but it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I do not regret my wedding. And I I know I I probably sounded like I did. It was expensive, but I do not regret spending what I did. If I had to go back and like cut out something, it would have honestly been the photo. So it's crazy. You said that because We did like a scrapbook with all of the people that took photos and like they, you know, the photo booth people put it together for us. And that's great. Like, it's nice to have, but I could have put that money elsewhere into, I don't know what else we would have used it for, but um, Mm -hmm. it just not, not enough people went and took pictures for it to have made sense. And we didn't even get to take pictures in our own photo booth. And so... Yeah, that's that's one thing I think is like sometimes an unnecessary expense. Which is interesting that you say that because I re- not recently went to a wedding, but um, last summer I went to a wedding and I think I only saw like a couple people actually walk up to it. And so mm-hmm. like now that you say that, I'm just like, huh, maybe maybe you're right. Um, Girl, don't tell me that because we got a photo booth and I'm be so pissed off if people don't go to it. It's <laughs> your DJ to make an announcement about it because a lot of people just like don't yeah. know, go where it is or don't know where it is. Like that, that would be the best thing. But yeah, it's like you're right, Tania. I mean, people took pictures. Don't get me wrong, but it just wasn't as many pictures as yeah. you saw for the amount of money that you pay. So that's the only thing. Ugh. I know. So what was the venue that you chose? I don't know if you said the name. Or oh, I don't know no. if you feel comfortable saying it, but. Oh, no, I do. Um, it's the mill at Yellow River. Okay. Okay. Um, it's outside of Atlanta. So it's in Porterdale, Georgia, which is freaking on 20 East. Um, so you basically just get on 20 East and go from Atlanta about 30 minutes. And yeah, we picked them, um, one, because they were an all-inclusive venue. So um, when I say all-inclusive, I mean they included food and florals and decor. So the only other vendors I had to get um, were like a, a small number of ven- vendors that I had to get outside of my venue, which made it really easy for me. So their in-house catering and 
Florals are um, is uh, the company is called Beyond Details, uh-huh. and the food was amazing. And and at first I was a little bit skittish because the venue is. I mean, I'm gonna be frank; they're really white. So <laughs> when when we went to do the food tasting, um, I was like, mm, I don't know because I don't know if there's no black people back there. But then when we <laughs> when we went to look at the venue a, a second time, my, my husband, Ben was like, Oh, it's some black people in the back. So I was like, cool. The food is going to be good. And so, and it was, the food was really good and their florals are what got me. So I'm really, really big on flowers for weddings. Like I'm not saying you got to have a bunch of them, but whatever you do have, it needs to be really, really nice. And so I was big on florals um, and so I, that's, that's really what sold me was their in-house floral department and the fact that they were phenomenal. Um, and it was all inclusive. So, and I also wanted one venue where I would have a ceremony and reception in one space. Yeah. I think that's more convenient, you know, for all of your guests. Very much. And mm-hmm. for you too, because mm-hmm. having to book multiple spaces and having to travel right. with all of your stuff in your dress. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah it's a lot. Did they have to do a room flip or was it like kind of sectioned off? No, they did a room flip. They had to, for the amount of people that we had, um, we Mm. were at, so because we did, um, long tables instead of circular tables, Mm -hmm. um, we were pretty much at the max amount of people that could have fit in there with my, my setup. And so they had to flip it and the flip, I mean, of course it costs you money, but I think it's worth it because, you know, otherwise you'll have to pay for another venue. So it's like, there's no, you know what I'm saying? There's no like compromise there to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, they did a flip and it, it took a little longer because we had a lot of details on the table. Like um, we had um, little wooden name plates for each person on their place setting. We had like a sprig of rosemary on the place setting. So it was like that took a a while and my wedding planner or wedding coordinator, excuse me, and her team did that. But, um, yeah, I forgot what the question was. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what I asked. We're just, we're just kind of freestyling it a little bit. Yeah. I like it. It's a good combo. So how involved was Ben in the planning process? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not at all. He didn't do nothing. Really? I mean, I gave him like I gave him like very specific tasks. Like get your tux, get your people's tuxes. Um, <laughs> plan the activities for the honeymoon. Um oh he did the hotel blocks. I'm trying to think. Okay. <laughs> That's that, real. That was it, child. He he walked into the wedding and was surprised just like he was a guest. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me that too. He was like, Oh, I was looking around like this is nice. <laughs> he had no freaking clue. Wait, so like he didn't have an opinion on anything didn't or like like he didn't say, "Oh, you're spending too much money," or like, like well, money. Yes, he 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 didn't feel super comfortable with the amount we were spending. But at the time, 
Um, so full disclosure, and I don't think he would mind me saying this. So when we were living in Dallas, I was making a lot of money and he was making probably a little under half of what I was making. So, you know, we didn't need much to live off of. So all of my extra money from my paycheck went to the wedding. And so he, he contributed some stuff, like, don't get me wrong. But at that point when, when we were engaged, I was like, I don't care. Like it's our money type of thing. So, and I was willing to spend a lot of my check on the wedding. So because I was spending a lot of like my money, he was like, I don't care, you know? Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I was the budget, like the budget queen at the time. Like I made sure like, okay, this is how much we need to pay. Mm-hmm. This, is how do, this is how much we need to save. So gotcha. yeah, he, he didn't complain. He's a very super easygoing like guy, which is why we work. Cause I'm, super type a and he's super type b mm-hmm. so yeah he didn't really um i think he had an opinion on like one or two things and whatever they were i was like all right you can have it because that's your only you know that's the only thing you care about i think it was about the food he was like okay we need to have whatever and i was like all right you can do it <laughs> so, okay. yeah really chill okay perfect did he care about the like alcohol package or anything So actually, another reason why we picked that venue, I forgot to say, is their BYOB. Oh. Their BYOB. Even better. And the only thing you have to pay for is, of course, you have to pay for, like, their bartenders, which kind of sucks. But they're not, they weren't that, the bartenders weren't that expensive. And and you have to get, like, a certain amount of bartenders per amount of people that you have. So I think we had to have two Mm -hmm. or three. Um, But yeah, our, my stepdad, shout out to my stepdad, Tori. He literally paid for us to have an open bar, um, but we brought it all ourselves. So that was a blessing because, you know, bar packages, I mean, especially for open bar, it costs about 10 10 stacks. Easy. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, that was, yeah, he he didn't complain about that. Um, He didn't complain. I'm telling y'all, he was, like, really, like, I think he got got mad at me a couple times. about money because initially I had booked this like photo trailer thing. It was like a, like a, what is it called? Like a, um, not a bus, but a, it was kind of like an old. Like a trailer that was turned into. Yeah, like one of those um, like old Volkswagen, um, what's those cars called? They look like a van. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. Um, but I had booked that because I was like, oh, my God, it goes totally with the theme. Like, we could park it here, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the venue was like, you can't park that there. Like, that's <laughs> out. And so I was like, okay. So that was, like, $400 down the drain. And he was like, he was like, we don't need a photo booth, and that's too much money. And I was like, babe, it's, it's literally, like, a, a drop in the book. I had to be pretty much convince him about that. But generally, he was pretty, like, I just didn't tell him how much stuff costs either. That was like, <laughs> I just would be like, hey, I booked this already. It's already paid for. Like, don't worry about it. Because otherwise, he would like go ballistic about money. So, yeah, it, he was easygoing except for that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> how did you select your photographer and videographer? Um, so I'll start with videographer. My videographer was Sean B, who is actually, I don't know if you know Shelton Bartley, mm-hmm. Shelton's mm-hmm. little brother. 
Um, and okay. Shelton's little brother was actually the photographer of our engagement. So it was pretty much a no brainer because he had done, he, he did my really close friend, Rachel and Jamal's wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, and their video was like really, really good. So I was like, all right, cool. We'll go with him. Like, no problem. I immediately knew we were going to go with him. Um, as far as my photographer, I, um, honestly went back and forth. Um, so when I initially was looking, I really wanted, there's this really famous black photographer. It's like, um, everybody books her for their wedding. I can't, I'm, I'm going blank today, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't end up booking her because she was like really, really expensive. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, Mecca Gamble. Have y'all ever heard of her? Was it Mecca? Mecca yeah. is everything. Her, her pictures are amazing, but she just was like out of my price range. Um, yeah. And so I was like, all right, let me find. And so I, I think the, the person I ended up choosing, her name is Samantha Clark with an E. I ended up finding her on Mecca's page and she was really, really good. And so when I reached out to her, um, she is based in like Toronto or like near Toronto. And so I was like oh. nervous because I was like, you know, I don't want to have to pay like travel fees, blah, 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 blah. And so she essentially was like, look, if you pay my, the base, whatever, and like a little bit extra, like I'll travel and you don't have to pay for any of my flights or anything like that. Because her second home is basically Atlanta. So she's there all the time mm -hmm. anyway. And so that sold me right there. I was like, okay, cool. Like, um, I'm down. And so she was really good. And she did us like, she did an engagement shoot for us at Mercer and that was included in the package. And she did not ask for any like travel fee for that. And that was like phenomenal because wow. you know, the middle of nowhere. And yeah. so, yeah, she, I, I really liked her style. Cause I like, um, I like airy, like light and airy photos and like um, natural light photos. Mm -hmm. And so her natural lighting photos were what like sold me. Um, so yeah, that's how I picked good old Samantha Clark. She's really amazing. We still keep in touch. And whenever we do get pregnant or do anything like that, like get a vow renew or anything, she's going to be like our family photographer because she's Aww. really good and nice. she's super sweet super sweet that was definitely a blessing like you lucked up on her I know. <laughs> I'm that was definitely god designed <laughs> i know and she's right. so nice too so yeah that's how mm -hmm. we are a good old instagram <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad that worked out okay so what type of bride were you like not a bridezilla but who's really a bridezilla in, in these days but how would you describe yourself as a bride like um, that's a really good question. Um, I was not a bridezilla and I was shocked because I am, like I said, I'm super type A and everything needs to be about me all the time. So, um, <laughs> it's a good or a bad thing, I'm sure. Um, but no, I, yeah, I just knew I was going to be like this biatch and I wasn't, I was, I, I knew what I wanted and I had a pretty, pretty good idea of how much it would cost. And so I, kind of just like was super as easygoing as a bride could be, I guess. Um, I'm trying to think if I was, I mean, as far as planning, Ben and I fought a little bit about him not participating, but it wasn't like knockdown drag out, like I'm acting crazy and screaming. But yeah, there were, there were times where I got frustrated because he just was like, Cara, just do whatever you want. And I'm like, no, it's our wedding. Like, but yeah, overall, I think I was pretty 
pretty chill. Everybody thought I was going to be like this crazy, like, especially on the day of, they were like, we just knew you were going to be like acting the fool and like crying and, you know, just being a mess. And I was very like calm. The day of was like super calm. Um, I didn't cry until I read Ben's letter because we wrote each other letters and like past gifts. And I cried. Yeah, I didn't cry until I read his letter. And then even during the ceremony, I cried a little um, when we were saying like the the whole like uh, for better, for worse, richer, for poor, that part, those vows. Mm -hmm. I cried a little there because it like hit me. I was like, wow, this is really happening. But yeah, I didn't like cry a bunch. And I was like super calm because it really was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I was just like, this is the next step. And like, I have literally no questions about my decision to marry him. So it was like very like, all right, you know, let's do it. It was just really chill. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm just imagining how that day was, but oh gosh okay so how many guests did you invite we invited 200 and we got um it was 140 that came that's good yeah yeah that was my goal under um, 150 or under was my goal for money purposes (laughs) yeah yeah So what, well, before we get there, since you said you don't mind telling us kind of like breakdown budget wise. Yeah. This is kind of a two-parter. So before you got started, like, what did you think your budget or how much you'd spend? And then how much did you actually spend? So initially when we first got engaged, we sat down and and our initial budget was 50,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was based on the amount of people we wanted to have, the fact that we wanted to have an open bar and the fact that we both have expensive tastes. So I was like, let's just, I was like, you know, let's just start there. We knew like his parents gave up, gave us some money. My parents gave us some money. And so we knew what we were working with. And I was like, okay, I think 50 is like a good number. And we knew that we could save that amount in the time. And so at the end of it, once we calculated everything out, we ended up spending $75,000. A lot, a lot of money. (laughs) A lot of money. Yes. But it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If it wouldn't have been beautiful, I would have been cussing everybody out. Because that was... (laughs) Ooh, that hurt my heart. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Start planning. You I, like a, I can imagine you with like 200, 250 guests yes. that you would just invite. So, Oh, my gosh. I mean, and it's the food. The food is a big chunk. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what we're hearing, or that's what I'm hearing. Um, but, mm-hmm. oh. That hurt my heart, Carl. I know. It. <laughs> it hurt mine. It hurt mine every time. <laughs> I was like, who Lord? Girl, I'm over here thinking about my student loans. It's like student loans or wedding. Girl. Student loans or wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, them student loans gonna die with you, girl. Have that. <laughs> right. Uh, Lord. Uh, yeah, it was expensive. Um, but I have friends that did it in way less. I mean, for way less money 
Um, and some people have, who've done it for more and it, and even yeah. people that have done, have, have had like a hundred K weddings, they weren't like, you, you know, you look at them and you want to be like, okay, this was a hundred K. It wasn't, you know? So I yeah. think everything can be done tastefully. I had a lot of flowers, like a lot of flowers. You could do half the amount of flowers I did and it'd still be really, really pretty. So most of my budget was food and flowers. Wow. I mean, my mom wanted these, like, I don't know if y'all saw, like, the aisle pictures, but, like, I had yes. those down the aisle. I bought, like, a little bit of rose petals. I was like, I'm going to just buy, like, $500 worth of rose petals because that's, like, that seemed like enough to me. No, she was like, no, we need, like, $2,000 worth of rose petals. Okay, mama. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, mama had a vision. It, yes. <laughs> she was like, sis, if you want it, then go on and send them coins over. And she did. So I can't even be mad. Wow. So, yeah. So if you, you know, our wedding, it, it was, I mean, it was, we had a ton of flowers. I mean, even the flowers on our, the, the, um, not the arch, but the, whatever the circle thing is called. I can't even think of the name of it. I want to call it a hula hoop, but I know that's <laughs> the not. Hoop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a hoop arbor. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but that thing, I mean, that was, that was a lot of money. Just the hoop itself and mm -hmm. the, the flowers on the hoop. So yeah, you can do it way for way less money. Um, but like I said, I don't regret it. I just think about from time to time, like I could have bought a house. <laughs> that is a down payment for a substantial down payment for a really nice house. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? Like the fact that you all came up with all that money within a year, like, like it's just amazing to think of how much we could do in a year. Like, you know, I don't know. That's just like a sidebar, but. Um. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing too. I had never, I've never been a good saver. Mm -hmm. So when my wedding came, I was like, Cara, this is the time. Like if you ain't never saved ever in your life, this is the time. And yeah. so I was really, really diligent about it. And we came away from the wedding. Like we didn't put anything on credit cards. Like it was wow. straight up, like we paid for it cash. And that was, it was hard. And like, we were like, you know, on like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a couple months, but mm -hmm. you know, it, it ended up at the end of it. Like, you know, we paid that money out, but we don't owe anybody anything. And so it, it just kind of, it feels better when that 75 K or whatever the amount is, is yeah. it okay? Now I got to pay it back and I'm going to end up paying 150 K because of interest. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like one piece of advice that nobody asked me for. That's probably not what y'all asked, but I'm going to tell y'all anyway, <laughs> pay for your wedding in as much in cash as you can do not, Outside of um, last minute, like day, week of expenses, do not put no whole wedding on the credit card. It's just mm -mm. not. I mean, if you have to wait and save for two years, do that. Just, just for like, please, God, do not rack up all this money on your credit card to be right. trying to have this bomb wedding and you're paying it back for the next 10 years. Just don't do it. Whew. I know that there are people who actually do that. So, mm -hmm. um, so please listen to her, please, please listen to her. So what song, um, was playing as you walked down the aisle? 
Okay, so this is one of my favorite parts. So I really love that Beyonce song, Die With You. And so um, I don't know if you guys have heard it. She like releases it like from time to time, like on her anniversary and stuff like that. But it's not like a song Mm -hmm. that you can find. Uh huh. But she never released it. So one of my friends is is a singer, and Ben's best friend plays the keyboard or plays piano. So I was like, what if they just sang it? And so they did. We had one of my friends, Casey, shout out to Casey and Seth. Um, Seth played the piano and Casey sang as I walked down the aisle. And so I don't know if you've heard the song. It's like, I don't I don't have a reason to cry and I have every reason to smile. I don't have a reason to lie because you're something. I can't remember the lyrics. But anyway, she sang like the first verse. And then I walked out because the song is is kind of it's not short but it's not long so i wanted her to like kind of get through some of the song before i came out so yeah it was it was really really beautiful i wish i would have gotten somebody to record the actual singing part because it's not on our video okay have like music on instead Oh, so I have another question so um so like did you have an unplugged wedding then I tried to, but nobody ever listens to that. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. My actually, I probably do have a recording of it because my aunt literally recorded the entire wedding. Um, on, oh my god! On, was it on her iPad? It was on her Android. I was about to ask. It was on her Android, and she had the. She literally had the nerve to literally have the camera like. So she was sitting on the um, on the end. She had the camera in her hand and was looking forward. So the camera was facing back down the aisle and she was looking forward. I'm like, are you <laughs> It's in like all the photos. It's just, it's awful. So oh. I tried to have an unplugged wedding, but people don't listen and they don't, it's just one of those things you kind of have to get over. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how you did just you burst my bubble because I oh. definitely want <laughs> unplugged wedding. <laughs> Unless you literally collect phones, which is unlikely. Right. Um, people, especially the older people, like yeah. the younger people may understand if you tell them beforehand, like, hey, y'all, like, I want to have an unplugged wedding. If you have the officiant give a notice, like, hey, y'all, I want to have an unplugged wedding. They will usually do it. But the old folks, they don't give a darn. They're like, mm-mm, I need <laughs> my archives that I'll never <laughs> and they're gonna have their iPads out it's just what they do so you can ask and and the majority of people will listen but some people won't and and you'll actually want those videos as much as you'll be mad like you'll you'll appreciate getting those videos while you wait on your like official wedding video I'm just mm-hmm. like as long as no one goes on Facebook live or IG live during the wedding then you know okay Cool. You but. know what? That happened at the wedding that I that I planned. Somebody was on Facebook. What? Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. And they were mm-hmm. like they were like in the second row. That's what made it even worse. Uh-uh. They were in row two. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, did someone say something to that person, or you know, or like they just continued to record? Well, my husband was sitting behind them, so I think they just I didn't see them during the wedding. Or I would have told. Oh, him. okay, told okay. Um, but my husband told me he was like, "Yeah, somebody in the, in the second row was literally recording the whole wedding on Facebook." Oh, uh, on Facebook. Oh my gosh. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, people don't give, and they were old. 
They were old and of course. So Lord. Okay. Well So get ready. Good. I fear it's gonna be my daddy. <laughs> the main one who is shooting you. Right, right. Like just pay attention. It's what, fifteen, twenty minutes, like please put your phone away. We we don't need this right now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so did you cry, like, at any point, and did he cry? He did not cry, and I was mad. Um, <sighs> I know. See, here's the thing. He almost cried when I was walking in, but apparently his brother was his brother was his best man, and his brother was, like, saying stuff to him, so it, mm-hmm. it got him out of his, like, uh, I don't want to say groove, but out of his, like, head, because he was, like, thinking. Him. He said when he started walking, when I started walking down the aisle, he started thinking about, like, our whole relationship. And so when his brother was like messing with him, it like got him out of that mindset. Oh, I know. I'm mad. Uh, (laughs) He's not. I mean, he is like the most unemotional human in America. So um, it does. It's not surprising. I cried a little Um, when he said his vows. I cried a little. And then when I when I like I said, when I did like the I Cara take you Ben that part I cried a little like I got choked up but for the most part I didn't I didn't really cry during the ceremony and I just knew I was gonna like be bawling and I I didn't so it was shocking to me because I'm a crier it was that peace that took over you that kept you together (laughs) I guess so yeah because I just knew I was like this is like this is the right thing to do like this is my person so Mm-hmm. Not to sound like super corny and cliche, but yeah, I, I it really was just like I was at peace. It was great. If anything, mm-hmm. I laughed. I laughed more than I cried. That's Aww. good. Yeah. Laughter is good. Yeah. How did you feel when you saw him at the end of the aisle? Um. Well, it was like, I can't, I hate to, I, I keep saying cliche, but I can't really describe it because it was like I hadn't seen him all day and he didn't have a haircut the last time I saw him. So it was like, <laughs> you, know, um, you know, the whole like when he get a haircut, it's like, oh, it's going down, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he just looked really good and I could tell he was really happy. And I like I didn't even really I noticed like what the venue looked like, but I didn't really see. I literally only saw him and it's weird to even like think that because like the the literal like video camera is in my face getting like that shot there's photographers everywhere and I don't see anybody but him so it was like this um very very happy moment and I cried a little when I walked into I forgot to say because I was just looking at him and I was just like thinking about like oh man, like, this is it. Like, this is the culmination. Like, we're about to be like husband and wife. And I was like thinking about all that, all that stuff. And yeah, it was, it was really emotional. It was great. It was like surreal almost. It's like the best feeling though. So did your father cry? Good girl, no. No, <laughs> none of them. My brother though, who was a groomsman, was bawling his face off, okay? Oh. Um, and my, bro- and my brother-in-law was also crying, but my dad did not cry. Neither did my husband. So, but my brother cried enough for everybody. Like snot nose. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a, he's a middle child of two, two sisters. So, um, that baby is emotional. 
Oh, so, yeah. Aww. Um, but my dad, no, he, my dad was making jokes the whole time. Like I, <laughs> I was like, I told him like a few days before I was like, look, I'm going to wear, cause I decided to wear a veil last minute, like over my face. And I was like, Hey, when we get up there, you're going to have to take the veil and like put it up. He was like, well, what if I open the veil and then slap you and then put it back? I'm like, daddy, no. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, well, what if, what if you, what if I pull the veil off and realize it's the wrong girl and Ben has to walk out the church? I'm like, oh God. Oh my <laughs> God. Just joking, like, you know, just saying a little stupid stuff. And, and um, I, I almost lost it. Like, like literally almost lost it when we, like, we're about to walk out. Um, and we had this, I rented this like um, door frame so I could have like the, the entrance where like the door is open. Um, and so we were like standing in front of that and I was like, I'm about to lose it, daddy. I'm about to lose it. And he's like, no, you'll be fine. Like, just think about this and think about that. And so he really helped me from like bawling my eyes out. Cause I literally almost lost it. Oh, um, but yeah, he, he was, he just made me laugh. Okay. Funny. Oh, so another two part question. When you entered the reception, what song did y'all enter to and what was y'all's first dance song? We entered the reception to God's Plan by Drake, which <laughs> was, <laughs> That's a good one. was like, Drake has to be played at my wedding at some point because I love him. Um, and I had seen somebody else at this other wedding in uh, Texas, that this young couple, when it, the song first came out. They came out to it and I was like, oh my God, I hope when our wedding comes, like the song is still lit. Like, and it was, so I was like, we're doing it. And then our first dance song was to this Adele song. Um, and it's called Love Song. And I don't know if you're Adele fans, but it's from like one of her first albums. Let me find it. Um, it's off of, let me see what, oh, 21. Okay. okay. The album okay. 21. Um, and the reason why, it's not a like super like popular song. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why we chose it is because when we were long distance, we would listen to it together all the time. Aww. And it, the lyrics say something to the effect, and I can actually read some. It's, it says, however far away, I will always love you. However long I stay, I will always love you. And so it's like a, a long, it, it's a long distance relationship type of song because it's like whenever I'm alone with you, you make me feel young again. Um, so yeah, it that's that was like our song, and we actually kind of went back and forth on what our first song should be, our first dance song, because there's this other song called "Steal" by Molly Music. Have mm-hmm. y'all ever heard that song? I haven't heard. No, I haven't heard that song before. It's really, really good. If you like Molly music, M-A-L-I music, Mm -hmm. it's called Steel. And it's a really, really beautiful song. And um, that was a song that I listened to a lot when we were long distance that made me like cry when I thought of him. So that was like the song I thought of. But he was like, no, because that's your song. It's not our song. So I was like, all right. Um, (laughs) The song was the one that we ended up. I'm going to listen to both songs after this. Yeah. You're right. Uh, so let's talk about the food. Did you have a buffet or was it plated? What did y'all eat? Was it good? Did you even get a chance to eat? Like that was like a, six yeah. questions in one. No, that's a good question. So we um we ended up doing a buffet and we did a buffet because it just was super cost efficient and 
it would have probably cost us about $10,000 more to do plated for the amount of people mm-hmm. we had. So buffet was like, I was like, at first I was like, buffet's ghetto. It's not. Um, it really <laughs> isn't. And it re- like, people don't give a darn as long as they can eat. And so we decided to do that. We ended up having, um, we had grilled chicken with like crab meat on top of it. And then we had salmon. Um, we had mac and cheese, green beans, salad, and there was one other. And then we had bread. Um, we had tea and lemonade and water. And then, yeah, we, we did actually eat something I like loved my coordinator for. She made sure that we ate first and that like while everybody else was going through the buffet we already had our food so that we had a chance to really sit and eat because otherwise we just wouldn't have yeah. um, everybody mm-hmm. tried to take pictures and like do it so like it's you know it's a freaking whirlwind so we had about 15 20 minutes to really just like sit and not only just eat but like really like take it in um because it's the first time you're like really able to sit and like really like be like wow like this is really happening all of these people are here for us and i know what ben and i both did is we like because we did a sweetheart table so we were in the front of the room like overlooking everyone else and so i did a video of the room like right after we sat down to eat and it's like one of the like i think the most impactful video that i took on my phone that day because it literally like is a personification of like our love in motion. And the fact that like all of these people are a part of our love story. And it was just a beautiful sight to see like all of our family and like all of my, all of our really good friends from college. And um, yeah, it was just, it was a beautiful and the decor, like the lighting, it just looked really super romantic and uh, from our perspective. So yeah, make sure you eat even like, make sure you tell your, um, planners or, or coordinators to guard your table. Um, <laughs> and I, I do that because literally people and people be trying to have full combos. Yeah. And I'm like, do you not see us trying to eat? So, right. yeah, so that's a tip that nobody asked for. Because <laughs> I, <appreciate> <laughs> I can imagine like that whole day you're just kind of going off adrenaline and you kind of need some food or else you get back to the hotel room or wherever that night and you were like starving mm-hmm. you ain't had nothing and and agreed and the other part too was i didn't really want to eat a lot during the day because i wanted to make sure that i wasn't bloated that's so right yes yeah know? and so i was like i you know i had breakfast like i had a little bit of something for breakfast but like for the most part i didn't really eat a lot because i was like no like i know my stomach and i know what it looks like when i eat and i don't need to eat today like if if i ain't, if there's any other day that i don't need to eat is today <laughs> so, I'm, not, I'm not doing it so by the time it got to the to the actual like wedding like this reception excuse me i was like okay it's i gotta eat and so um yeah just make sure you you definitely your table is guarded i appreciate that <laughs> i think it's needed or else you're gonna have people taking pictures of you or like doing um, mm-hmm. um a little selfie and like you're gonna be like mid like spoon and mouth <laughs> so that's yeah like needed. we went to yeah we went to like four weddings last year um within like a three and a half week like three and a half week kind of 
time frame. And I was just looking at how like all these folks just kept coming up to the like bride and groom. And I'm like, they literally just sat down. Like you could see like their like, um, cause one was at the Georgian Terrace. So you could see like the catering staff trying to like bring them food. And then next thing you know, here come like an uncle or like an old coworker, like coming up trying to take a picture. And I'm thinking, sit down, like let these folks get something to eat. Like they have been going since probably that morning, you know, like let them have this one moment together. Like that's right after y'all take the pictures, that's like what? The first kind of like this is our first dinner together. This is that first kind of like moment to process it all and here here you come with your ipad like (laughs) (laughs) give give me a second to like breathe (laughs) no you're absolutely right especially i mean and you're taking they're taking photos that they're never going to use you know what i mean that makes me mad about i'm like you're taking all these photos and like taking up all this time and they're going to be like in the back of your ipad or like you never going to print like you, you don't really care about these photos you're just doing it to do it yeah exactly mm-hmm. did y'all do did y'all like walk around though to every table like after y'all ate ben did i that was one the only regret i have for my wedding is i didn't do that because i changed dresses mm. so during the time that ben was doing that i was changing my dress so i do regret that i really wish i would have had more time because there were so many people there that i hadn't seen and forever and I just really didn't get a chance to touch every person so do that make sure you do that like whatever okay. amount of time even if it's like 15 minutes like do that because that is like something that I regret not doing gotcha that's good advice you're giving me all this advice I'm literally taking all of this to heart like <laughs> seriously <laughs> So I know you've given us like a lot of advice, but like, what is one thing you wish you knew earlier during the wedding planning process? Uh, I think one of the things I would have wanted to know earlier would have been some of the things toward the end that like, that your guests don't care about that you were like agonizing over. Like one, for instance, the photo booth, like nobody really cared. I could have saved money on that. Or the, I did, um, my wedding favors were donuts and it was a great idea in theory. And like, I was like, Oh yeah, people are going to love this. Nobody really got the donuts. (laughs) Um, Oh no. It was just like some things that, that I was like, I mean, we had to like call the people and get them to deliver and we had to buy and it was just like this big like thing and nobody gave a darn um and so just i guess knowing up front like the things that you are really like harping on are generally things that people don't really care about and just making sure you're like only putting stock in and by stock i mean money you're only putting your money toward things that really matter to you and not really focusing on what other people, cause my, like some of those things were like, how can I make the guests feel more accommodated? How can I make them have a good time? And yes, the wedding is about like other people, but for the most part, like it should be about what you want. So focus on the big things that you want. And that's what I didn't do in the beginning that I learned very quickly. Like, I guess like maybe like a month before the wedding, I was like, okay, I probably could have kept that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to transition a little now to Wimberly and Co. So what made you want to start it? 
Um, so after I planned my wedding, I was like, my mom and I were like, okay, we can do this. Like, this is a thing we can do. We can, we know how to keep the budget. We know what people like, we know what we like, and we know what looks good. And so I was just like, I think I can do this. Um, and if you know anything about me, I'm like a serial hobby person. So I always find like new things that I like to do. Right now it's like, I love baking, like baking. I bought a KitchenAid mixer and all, it's ridiculous. And so I find like these things that I like get hooked on and and planning was one of them, but I've also been planning stuff. I, actually, I don't know if you remember, but you remember when we had those Steph shows with Quad Works called um, Stomp Fest? Uh-huh. I planned those. Oh, so that okay. was my baby. Yeah, I I created I didn't know that. planned both of the stomp fests that happened while I was in at Mercer, and so that was really like Quad Works. So so Tania Quad Works is um, like the programming and events planning um, group of Mercer, and so there's like this probably like twenty folks, and they do like a lot of the programming on campus. Okay, okay. Um, and so I was on Quad Works my junior and senior year, and I was on the committee that was like I can't remember the name of it, but it was essentially like culture, basically. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I'm Greek. We've never had a step show. I know tons of Greeks that would step in a show if we get the money to give prizes. Like I think we could do this. And so I planned with my co-chair Stomp Fest. And so when when I did that, I was like, okay. I really like event planning. And so my like backup plan, if I didn't get into law school, was to become a corporate event planner. And so when I got into law school, I was like, okay, that can go on the back burner. I still like planning events and I do stuff with my friends, but like, you know, I don't have to do that Mm -hmm. full time. So then after I planned my wedding and I saw what my wedding coordinator did, I was like, okay, I can do that. And really, that was really the birth of Wimberley & Co. My mom and I and my sister, all three of us talked through like, okay, we would have like business meetings every Wednesday. Like, okay, this is what our theme's going to be. This is what the name's going to be. And the name is actually, Wimberley is my mom's middle, excuse me, maiden name. Mm. So I just thought it was super regal. So I was like, Wimberley's purr. And then the Mm -hmm. and co is just, you know, to make it sound official. So I was like, okay, Wimberley & Co's purr. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's how it was birthed. And because I had started other businesses before, like with the podcast Millennial Love, I knew already, and I'm a lawyer, so I knew how to like start an LLC. I knew like what I needed to do to open a bank account. I knew like about insurance. I knew about all of that stuff. So that was like the easy part. The harder part was figuring out a lot of the processes that go into planning a wedding. Um, And I don't know if this is going to be another question, so I'll cut it a little short. But when I booked my first wedding, they were friends of mine or are friends of mine. And they were getting married in like six months. And I was like, this is going to be insane, but I think I can do it. And I made a lot of mistakes that could have been avoided if I had processes in place. But I decided to do the business and then just jump head first in without doing a lot of planning. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's, I mean, es- essentially I started it because I planned my own wedding. I've been doing events forever and I'm super organized when it comes to that. And so I just, I knew I could do it and make things beautiful for brides. I'm here for it. Yes. Um, I remember, like, now this is like a while ago because I've been following you for a while, but um, you planned, I think it was your birthday party and it was like an Alice in Wonderland type. Uh, I was thinking that too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so creative. <laughs> I mean, because I think like you planned that, right? Or yeah, like, I did. Uh, okay. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And so, yeah. So you've always had it in you. Yeah. It's, it's like my thing. I love hosting. Um, and I love like having dinner parties and stuff like that. I love having people over and like, like charcuterie boards are like my thing. I love charcuterie, <laughs> like an elaborate one. And so, yeah, I've always had like that in me and my friends, they get sick of me sometimes. So they're like, Oh, it's always gotta be like a thing with car. Like, <laughs> you know, for like my bridal showers, like everybody has to wear nude, you know, like I'm just always doing something when it comes to that. So yeah, it's just kind of been in, in my DNA for a while. And weddings after I plan my own I know I keep saying that but after I plan my own I realize like how doable it is Mm -hmm. Um, especially as a coordinator because you know you're you're really just doing month of and you know most of the most if not all of the vendors already picked it's really just about like rallying the troops and keeping everything organized and that's I mean that's pretty easy for me to do and so yeah, it just, it kind of came a lot easier than I even expected. Okay, okay. So what services do you provide? So right now I'm providing partial planning as well as um, day of or month of coordination planning. I'm working on my website, so I'm still really new. We, we just did our first wedding in um, February. So I just kind of got all of my stuff together. But in my packages, I do currently have a full planning package. But I'm going to be honest with you and say I kind of want to do like a couple of partial plannings and some coordination before I hit the ground running with a full planning because it's just, it's really involved. But yeah, I, I do partial planning. So partial meaning I start with you six to nine months before your wedding. I help you get some vendors. I help you with design. And and I pretty much help you kind of come up with the concept of your day. Some, I have a bride right now. I'm helping her like figure out what type of dress she wants, what type of flowers. She's very kind of not, she's girly girl, but she hasn't, she's not like I've been planning my wedding forever. She's not that girl. So she's just very new to a lot of the terms. So just kind of like, guiding brides and just like showing them, okay, these are the things that like you could do, like um, giving them options and letting them choose like, okay, I like this or I don't like this. I'm helping them come up with their color scheme, like stuff like that. But the reason why it's not full on planning is because they already have their venue. They already have their photographer and they already have some other major vendors. So it's really just getting the auxiliary, you know, the, the rest of the vendors and, and making sure that everything flows well. Um, but I also do day of coordination, which, which starts month out. And so just helping you coordinate all your vendors, making sure everybody knows what time they need to be there, what they need to be bringing, whether or not they have been paid in full, coordinating the purchase of any additional um, supplies or vendors that you need. So if you need sparklers, if you need rice or confetti or whatever, I can help you do that. I can set that up. I can help you get your signage, any other sorts of props. Like, you know, I helped my last bride get like a, um, a hedge wall, the green, the greenery walls. Um, I found a vendor for that. I helped them to like, I coordinated like them coming to set that up. So like stuff like that, just making sure that your day from a logistics standpoint runs very smoothly. And so you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. So those, that's, those are the services that I provide. And I'm hoping 
that I get one more wedding in 2020. I'm fingers crossed and I hope it's small. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, and then once next year, like I'm going to up my goals every year. So this year I wanted to do three weddings. And I'm on wedding number two. Nice. And then next year, depending, you know, fingers crossed, I'm, I'm hoping that, that a little baby will be coming. I'm not pregnant right now, but I, we're going to start kind of trying. And so depending on that time frame, I may have to slow my roll a little bit for next year. But if all goes well, I would like to probably plan three or four next year and then keep upping it as I get more experience and more exposure um, and comfortability. And then, you know, I told Ben if, if and when wedding planning can, can replace my salary or excuse me, can double my salary, then I will do it full time. And, and that may be sooner than later, who knows, but yeah, that's, kind of where I'm going with it. That was going to be my next question, but I wasn't sure if like you felt comfortable answering that. <laughs> oh no. Let me tell you this. I'm an open book, so you can ask me anything. I don't I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I do I do hope to eventually get to the to the point where I can do this full time because I do I love it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. And it it really brings me joy and even though it's hard like my first wedding it was hard. My feet hurt for two weeks because <laughs> I was literally on <laughs> I also bought the cheapest shoes that I could have found at Target. So I, that's something, a mistake I made that I was like, okay, I got to get some shoes. But it, I love it. And it's so rewarding. And the couples really like, really, really thank you and appreciate you. Um, and it just, it's a really like humbling and like fulfilling position to be in. Like they're his, his, the, the groom's mom, like kept pulling me to the side. Like you're doing amazing. Like this is running so smoothly. Like we ran we were on time. Like everything was on time on schedule. And like, you know, I was like terrified cause I just knew we were going to be, and we were like completely on time. And so it just, it's a really, really rewarding thing. And not that I, you know, I, I know if you've been listening to my podcast before, you know, that I have um, had a love hate relationship with being a lawyer Mm-hmm. Um, with my new mm-hmm. job in DC, I actually love being a lawyer too. So oh. it's crazy to say, but I could continue being a lawyer, but also do this on the side and be like completely content and happy. Nice. Um, so okay. yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a really good place. That's awesome. And the good thing is that you are a lawyer. So when you go through these contracts with your bride and yeah. groom, like they're going to be on point, like you're not going to miss anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a part of my service too. I review contracts, uh, vendor contracts and make sure that you're not signing something crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause some of these vendors don't know how to really put together a contract and (laughs) Mm -hmm. you could like somebody on instagram and then get their contract and it's like "Mm, wait what Uh -uh." (laughs) so and some people just don't know they'll just sign it just because they're excited they want to book the vendor but it's like "Mm -mm. let's 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 run through this first before you just sign this and have to pay somebody some money so Mm -hmm. even better so, okay, you did your first wedding, you said, in February. Like, how did you secure your client? They are my friends. I I told them that 
I was trying to start my business and asked them if they would be okay if I planned their wedding or did did their coordination and help planning. Um, and I would do it for free. They had been to my wedding. And so they knew, you know, what I was capable of. And they were like, absolutely, you can totally do it. Plus they had nothing to lose. I was doing it for free. And so that's really how it happened. They, they, I'm super thankful. Shout out to Alfred and Shay Blue. I'm, I am indebted to them forever because they gave me the opportunity to build my portfolio, to gain experience and to gain credibility. But yeah, it was really like a, an easy like an easy secure, like they were like, we're getting married on this date. And I was like, I'll plan your wedding for free. And they were like, okay. And that was it. It was really a blessing. Shoot. I would have taken that deal too. (laughs) 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 You said what? You said free. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, um, it was awesome. So take us through the process of planning someone else's wedding. That's hard, but I would, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll hit the big, the like major points. Okay. Um, when you meet a couple, I do, I give them a questionnaire, which is very extensive and just literally ask them what they like and dislike about a lot of different parts of the wedding and the day and like the vibe and all of that. And then once you do that, you really just set up multiple calls with them to figure out what they want and and let them be as specific as possible. And then you can then go back and say, okay, this doesn't fit in your budget and give suggestions that do. Um, And this is in regards to vendors, you know, find vendors that you know are reputable and suggest them. And then really it's all about like executing the vibe and the look that the couple wants. So that's really like step one is figuring out what they want. And step two is execution. And so execution looks like calling these vendors, looking at their pages, getting quotes, making sure that whatever they're asking for, whatever the couple is asking for fits within their budget and within the things that they want, their aesthetic. And then once you've booked all your vendors, it's really about reminding the couple of those little things that they need to get like. Do they want a sign-in table? Do they want, what type of signage do they want? What do they want their day to look like? You know, this, this goes from, you know, the bridal suite where they're going to be at all day, the groom suite. Are you going to order, you know, matching outfits for everybody? Like, what, you know, just kind of constructing the day and just helping them execute. So planning, figuring out what they need and then executing it throughout and that you know there's generally um i've learned that there's generally a lull so when you start planning your wedding most people start like a year in advance if you book all of your major vendors um within the first three to four months you literally don't really have anything to do until you're about three months out and and i say anything to do i mean of course during that time frame you're making payments if you'd like Mm -hmm. really once you're like venue, food, so venue, caterer, florist, decor, DJ are booked, like outside of those, you can pretty much book a vendor like the week of if needed. So photo booth, you can book really, really close to the date unless you want like a full band, which that probably has to be booked in advance. But most, I would say most black brides I know don't do that. 
um, they go DJ route. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once you book your main vendors, there's this lull period where you're really not, there's not much for you to do except pay vendors. Yeah. And then, and then the closer that you get, that's when the, the, the planner, I think it's their job to remind you of what you need to be doing. So three months out, it's like, all right, y'all, we got to get it back in gear. These, you need to do this, this, and this. And so mm-hmm. creating a framework for the couple as well as yourself, which is something I did not have for my last wedding that I have for, for future weddings because I've, I've, I've paid for this database called Isle Planner. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. Uh, I, my planner uses Isle Planner. It is everything. It's everything, ain't it? It and it's actually <laughs> Oh my really, gosh. It's really really inexpensive in the grand scheme. Like it's I'm telling you, it's super affordable. Um for anybody that's a planner, um and even if you aren't a planner and you're planning your own wedding, Isle Planner is amazing. Um you get a 3-month free trial. So I think it's two or three months, but either way, if you, if you get aisle planner at the, toward the end of your planning process, it's totally worth it. Um, and so I've been using aisle planner and creating like lists for them. And so it's really, you know, after that lull, it's about like getting the nuts and bolts. So the very like small details, place settings, what do you want? Like outside of like your, your napkins, like, what do you want on your place setting? Do you want name tags? Do you want, you know, seating, like that sort of stuff, all the small stuff. And then week of, it's really about like picking up last minute things or remembering last minute things and then kind of keeping the bride as calm as possible, as as calm as you can. Because I mean, my first wedding um, was probably, they, they ended up having an amazing wedding, but it was a, the planning process from Hill because their venue canceled on them three weeks before the wedding. They went bankrupt. Oh my gosh. Yep. It was the Noah. I don't know if y'all have heard of Noah events. <clears throat> uh-uh. They know no, we did hear about it. Another uh, vendor did tell us about the Noah. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And they went bankrupt. Like there were talks of it, but they like wouldn't say anything. And then they finally went bankrupt on like a Tuesday and like literally didn't say anything and just like left. Like was weren't answering the phone. Didn't want to give anybody their money back. Like, like three weeks before their wedding. Oh so, my God. you know, that happened. So I had to like help with damage control. Okay. How many venues do you need me to call? Cause I can call, you know, I can call after work, try to get some quotes. Like we were all working together. And so it's really just about being there for the bride during that, like the last month and trying to make them or keep them as calm as possible and taking things off their plate. So whatever that I could have done remotely, I did. You know, if you need me to call somebody, I'll call them. You need me to book something, I got it. You know, when I come in town, I won't do this for everybody, rather, but, like, my friend, like, she forgot her garter. Like, I'll go get you a garter. You know, um, she forgot some other stuff. Like, I'll go pick it up. Just making sure that, like, you're kind of waiting in the wings because it's your job to make sure that the bride has everything she needs without having to do it herself. And so, yeah, that, to answer your question, it's, it's, you know, creating, seeing what the couple wants, helping them book those vendors, and then constructing whatever their vibe is and then executing that. I know that was a long way. Yeah. To get no, 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 but you gave us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the meatier, the better. Yeah. Because if you didn't, if you didn't say anything, folks would be like, Mm, so why should I why? <laughs> like <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking about like you I mean honestly there are 
vendors or like planners that have been in the game for years that are probably not as detailed as what you just explained to us, like, which is sad, but yeah, I, I feel like you're like, because you planned your own wedding, because you have event planning experience, you are more sensitive to certain needs and like certain things, you know, like you can kind of navigate those nuances and make sure that the bride has X, Y, and Z versus someone else who might not have, or maybe they didn't plan their wedding or maybe they planned their wedding like 10, 15 years ago or whatever. And, or maybe they've never been married before and they're just a planner. Um, there, there might be some gaps that they are just not aware of just because times have changed or, you know, as a bride, you want this. Um, so yeah, you gave us a great answer. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think I've learned so much from the thing from my own wedding and the things that I wanted. And then this, the wedding that I planned in February, I learned a lot from that wedding. And so I'll take all of that knowledge and compounded and so I only I'm only going to get better um definitely and so yeah that's my goal is to just one up every wedding that I've done previously and it sounds like your first wedding went smoothly even though like you probably didn't think so but the fact that you know the groom's mom was coming up to you and like the bride and groom they were very very appreciative like it sounds like it went smoothly and like I have attended well I was I was actually in a wedding where the wedding planner, you know, it was her first wedding and oh my gosh, it was like a hot mess. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it sounds like your first one was like, it went smoothly. So yeah, it, it was honestly like, I think it was a combination of, of God just looking out for me too. Cause mm-hmm. I, I think the good news was like the, the good and the bad news was one and the same. The fact that this couple had so many issues and there were other things that came up. I mean, of course, like family issues, everybody, like when you get married, your family just starts acting the fool randomly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, family issues, like, t- I mean, just all kinds of stuff happened. And I think that like, it was, it was a test for me to be like, okay, car, do you really want to do this? Yeah. And I was able to like put my planner hat on and be like, okay, like girl, you, you want it, you asked for this, you asked for this. And if you want it, you got to continue. And so, yeah, I just, I put my big girl panties on and I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. And I, and they were also like the couple what are my friends. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to disappoint them. And right. I wanted to make sure that in spite of everything that they had to go through to get to their wedding day, that their wedding day was like went off without a hitch. So. Yeah, that was, you know, my motivation too, um, because my wedding went off without a hitch because of my coordinator. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely, it did go well. And that was, I think, a consequence of me just like hitting the ground running. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. We have one more question for you. I know this okay. feels like it was super loaded, <laughs> um, but what advice would you have, like, as someone who got married a year ago, who has planned weddings, what advice do you have for someone who just got engaged, hasn't booked a thing, hasn't planned a thing, doesn't know what to do next? Like, say she got engaged tonight. What would you tell her? Um, first of all, I would say give yourself 
depending on when you want to get married, but if you want to get married a year or longer from your engagement, give yourself two weeks to just bask in being engaged. Like, don't let nobody pressure you into starting to plan. Don't let nobody be like, girl, when, when is the wait? Like, give yourself two weeks. <laughs> that's something I did not do. And I really wish I would have just given myself time to bask in that moment. Cause you'll, you know, once you're, you know, once you get married, like you're going to always be married, but you won't be engaged again. Um, and so basking in that, I think is crucial to, I think, ensuring the, the longevity of your relationship. And then right after that, right after that two weeks, I would say first thing you need to do is figure out what you want your day to look like. And I mean, overall, not just like what venue, but like, what, like what, I hate to keep using the term vibe because it's such a, it's like a millennial term now, but like what ambiance, what do you want people to feel when they leave your wedding or when they walk into your reception or when they walk into your ceremony, what do you want people to feel? And once you figure that out, I think that will then steer you toward the type of venue that you want. We'll steer you toward who should do your flowers. But venue, I think, should always be chosen first. But before you even get there, figure out what vibe you want to go for. And that should be your first first step. That makes sense. Because once you figure out what kind of vibe you want, then choosing a venue, I think, would be a little bit easier. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Depending on where you live, uh, you know, because if you live in a bigger city, it may be a little challenging, especially if you want a particular date. But yeah, but choosing the kind of vibe you want. And um, yeah, I think I think that's really, really good advice. Thank you again. Oh, my gosh, you I feel like really there are a thousand more questions we could ask you, but we want to be respectful of your time. I'm sure you didn't expect to still be sitting with us around no, like two hours great. later. I really, this has really been great y'all. I miss, I didn't realize how much I miss like being on a podcast. So this has been nice. Oh, all right. We're going to move to unsolicited advice real quick. And this is what I do every week where I provide advice to brides, sometimes vendors that they didn't ask for because when you get engaged, you get a lot of advice you didn't ask for. And this week, I actually think I've said this before. So if I have, whatever, I'm going to say it again. You don't have to have favors. Keep that money. (laughs) (laughs) You're feeding them. (laughs) That's the favor in itself. The presence of being able to witness this event. So, I mean, if you want to, you could throw some mints or something. But you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. (laughs) You just have a bowl in the front. (laughs) And everyone just grab (laughs) however many Like I said, I went to like four weddings last year. And I think like half of them gave us like mint chocolate, some sort of like candy to go. And I'm like, I don't even eat candy like this. But I mean, if you really want to go down to the Walgreens and get one of the the peppermint. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to throw somebody a favor, you could, you could do that, but you don't have to. Because what are they going to do? Say they didn't like your wedding because the food was good, everything was beautiful and amazing, but you didn't give them something to take home with them? Like, yeah, that's a good point. That's my advice. That's my advice. Very good. Okay. So, (laughs) 
Um, I guess now we can move on to the wedding vendor love. Um, I just found my vendor. So um, I'm going to have Cara go first since she's our guest. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to shout out my venue, um, the Mill at Yellow River, which was my wedding venue. I keep saying vendor and venue interchangeably. Um, they are located in Porterdale, Georgia, which is about 30 minutes from Atlanta. It's right off 20. There are hotels near there. Um, and they are a full service, all inclusive venue, which means that they have their own catering staff. They have their own in-house florist, and they also have an in-house decor team. And all of them are phenomenal. I will say that everybody that works there is white. However, they made it a point to make Ben and I feel really comfortable. They put us on their website because I was very honest with them and told them, y'all don't have no blacks on your website, so black people ain't going to come here. And they put us on the website, and they made a concerted effort to literally do everything that we needed them to do and then some. They added in um, past hors d'oeuvres at our rehearsal dinner or at our rehearsal, which was completely free. Um, there were a ton of other additions that they, they added in just because we paid our bills on time or because we just spent a lot of money there. Um, and they really, really take care of you. So I want to shout them out and I would get married there a million times over. I like nice. that point you made about telling them to throw some black people yeah. on their website. Cause some of these places are so white owned and staffed and I'm just surprised that like, oh, okay, if I go on your website, why don't I see black people? But I know about 50, 60 couples that have come through this venue and they're black, but they're not on your website. Yeah. So that's real. Mm-hmm. I, I was, yeah. I was, I told them up front. Y'all, I mean, y'all don't have to put us on the website, but y'all need to put some blacks because I almost didn't choose y'all. Wow. Um, and then two more photographers and then I'm done. Samantha Clark photography. That's my girl. She's Samantha Clark with an E on Instagram. Bomb. Will travel. Very, very nice. Very professional and got our pictures to us really, really quickly. We had all of our pictures within a month, which is unheard oh, wow. of. Unheard of. Phenomenal. Um, and then the second photographer is the photographer that I worked with um with the wedding that i planned in february her name is portia hernandez um she's portia hernandez photography on instagram she um is really 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 good with brides of color her editing um and the she does natural light photos her editing is very very complimentary to black brides and she is black herself and so she's just really really good and she's super nice super professional and accommodating and was, and was really awesome in helping me to understand a lot of the things that were going on with wedding photography. Um, and when I told her that it was my first wedding, she was shocked. So she's amazing. Portia Hernandez and Samantha Clark, I would recommend them over and over again. That's all. Nice. Ashley, I'm happy to go next. Of course she will. Okay. So my vendor is a photographer Um, and kind of similar to the airy aesthetic 
that Carl was discussing earlier. Um, her photography is very kind of like airy as well, like light and airy. Um, her name is Michelle Dawn. I think she's based in like, uh, oh goodness, somewhere in the Carolinas, North Carolina. Um, but of course, you know, everybody travels nowadays. And her Instagram is Michelle Dawn Photo. Um, but like her photos are very beautiful. She does not only like wedding photos, she does maternity and lifestyle shoots and things like that too, and family photos. Um, but they're very beautiful. So. If you're in the North Carolina area, definitely look up Michelle Dawn. So that's it for me. All right. So this week I have um, a caterer. Uh, his name is Corwin, and they're based in the Central Florida and Albany area. Just found them on Instagram. Um, of course, it's Black-owned, and the food looks really, really good. Um, it looks like he has a really huge team. Um, and like I said, the food looks really, really good. So you can find them on Instagram at Corwin's Catering, and, or you can find him um, at www.chefcorwin.com. And that's Corwin, uh, C-O-R-W-I-N. So that's that. Thank you so much again, Cara, for coming on the show. Um, for anybody listening that wants to book you or just, like, follow you to kind of just see what you're up to from, like, a day-to-day -day perspective, where should they follow you? Um, thank you for having me. Um, you can follow my personal page on Instagram. I, it's at I am the Cara D Little. It used to rhyme before I got married, but it doesn't rhyme anymore. And then my wedding planning page is at Wimberly and Co. Co. Yeah, and I will be launching my website, WimberlyandCo.com, within the next month. And yeah, you guys can book me if you want to email me. You can email us at wimberlyandco at gmail.com. And you accept brides anywhere, right? Like not just in the D.C. area. Yes, I accept brides anywhere. I will say I live in D.C., so any sort of DMV wedding is perfect. I've done weddings in Texas. And I also um, am from Georgia, so I will do weddings there, but I will also do weddings anywhere. Destination, I don't care. And my prices are very reasonable. Nice. Awesome. I love how you that last part in there. Yes. Exactly. Because <laughs> folks are going to want to know. <laughs> um, I'm new. I'm new. So I got some good prices right now, Brad. So if y'all want to slide through. Catch it for a year from now. Catch me now until they start. Then price is going to go up soon. And they will go exactly. up. And they will go up. <laughs> All these quarantine engagements that have popped up lately, like, look, go ahead, book right now. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, okay, so Tania, where can they find us? So you can find us at heywhydo.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn, uh, but our Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram page is Hugh I Do Wed. Um, and of course, you can also email us at, at Hugh I Do Wed at gmail.com. Yes, there you go. Well, again, Cara, thank you so much for talking to us and telling us about your wedding and Wimberly and Co. And we are so, so excited to see what the future has planned for you. And if you ever want to come back and talk about anything wedding related, 
our doors are completely open. Yes. Thank you. This has been wonderful. Both of you are amazing. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck in your planning. And Tania, if you Thank need you. a planner or a coordinator, let me know, girl. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> I'm just working on that ring right now. Well, you know, well, I'm talking to God, you know, so he can talk to him, hey, you know, but yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And so, you know, maybe after this quarantine is over, you know. Might be a foreign fiance. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> he gave him time to reflect. Um, <laughs> Being stuck in his house, he's like, I know. I mean, nothing but you in my life. Mm -hmm. So the next time we're quarantined together, we're quarantined together. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to hear this part, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, oh, thank goodness. you so much, Kara. This was so much fun. Thank you. Yes. Y'all have a great night.